Hello everybody, I'm Chris Wood, Associate Editor for DMN. Welcome to the DMN One-on-One Podcast. I'm here today with Eric Hawkinson, who's Vice President Marketing of Canon Solutions America Production Print. Welcome, Eric. Nice to speak with you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. We were going to talk a little bit about print and the changing attitudes toward that. Uh, I was wondering if uh, you've noticed anything recently in terms of that kind of a shift. Yeah, well, full disclosure, I work for a printing company, right? So I'm going to have a very distinctive feel in terms of where the industry is headed. Um, But one of the things I guess I would share is that just recently we did a survey called the Print for Action Survey. We interviewed about 2,000 people nationwide, uh, done through an independent resource to kind of get people's attitudes and beliefs about the state of print. And what what I've discerned from that is some pretty amazing things. Um, For one, there's two very distinct ways of looking at print depending on the age group and where you're at. Uh, One of the ones I think you would assume that millennials might not be as interested in the print um, as you would say our baby boomer generation or older. Uh, It's quite different and I think there's some pretty fascinating things that suggest whether it's a greeting card, whether it's a textbook, or whether it's how you consume the news, the print medium for millennials is just as valuable as it is for baby boomers. So some things that I think have been very interesting love to talk more about. Well, I mean, it's maybe more of a rarity at this point, uh, a novelty almost. It is. You know, I, I will tell you, I have three small kids. So I've got a nine, a seven, and an almost a four-year-old. Um, and one of the things that they get, when they get a card from their grandparents that says, whether it's, you know, happy holidays or happy Valentine's Day, that's still a very special occasion for them. And again, I think it's part because they're getting something in the United States Post Office, uh, and I think they're getting something that, that was created specifically for them. It was directly for them by someone who they care about. So that's pretty fascinating. Um, at the same time, uh, when we talk about boomers, baby boomers, and the relevancy for, for mail or printed materials, um, it's growing increasingly important in a day and age when so many things that they need, and whether that's your health insurance information or your Medicare information, is being sent to you via a massive web link that you can't consume. Not all senior citizens have access to broadband internet. That becomes a problem. So using print as a mechanism to make sure that people are understanding what they're getting, what they're signing up for, is more important now than, than ever before. So the study kind of compare and contrast the, uh, the, 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 the older group, of course, they're plugged in to the print. They, they really, that, that's something that they've grown up with mm-hmm. in, in a way. Yeah, well, and let me give you two examples. Yeah. So there's two things specific about the millennials that I found fascinating. And this, when I read the survey for the first time, this is something I had to double check with the people who conducted it. Um, one was the news. So in today's day and age of whether you want to call it fake news or people are curious about what they're reading, um, one of the things that we saw is that anywhere between 75 to 82% of the people who read newspapers or magazines digest their news from that and they believe in it more than what they see on television, right? So when we talk about trying to filter out what sifts through what people actually believe is the truth, we're finding that print makes a bigger impact in people's lives as a millennial than does the television. Just think about how much television you watch. Not not that you watch a lot of television, but people, sure. I, you know, I watch television constantly. But of all these things, print is the thing that seems to carry more weight. And I think that's impactful. The second story I would tell you is that um, I brought my kids. I might as well bring my wife into it. My wife is the director of alumni relations for a massive online university, one of the top two in the, in the country. Um, it's by definition online. She will tell you that ev- almost every one of those kids physically buy the books. 
and they buy the books for similar reasons, and it was also indicated in the study, you can use things like highlight them, refer back to them a matter of pages versus sifting or guessing what page you were at. So whether it's things like consuming your news through newspaper or magazines or through the printed book, we're finding that print really knows no age boundary. It's really covering, like I said, everywhere from the millennials up into the senior citizens. Well, it cuts, it cuts through. And um, also kind of interesting when you get into practices for advertising, picking out a media mix. For sure. I don't know about you. I mean, like, and I don't know about how the listeners consume it, but I will tell you that the one thing that stresses me out in my life is um, kind of a couple, not one thing, it's a couple things, is that digital footprint that I have in two ways. One is the necessary feeling to be up to date on all the social media that's going on, but also is my inbox. So as you could imagine, I work for a pretty big company. Um, I get a lot of emails and I get it from around the world. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is not say good morning to my wife or talk to my kids. Why, why are you guys jumping on me? Um, I look through my email and I delete the things that I don't need to actually respond to. It, this might sound like it's crazy. It takes a big burden off my shoulders because it's something that I don't have to do where I feel like it's all consuming. Whereas when I get, get to the office and I want to take a look at the newspaper, and whether I want to read up on the Chicago Cubs or I want to read on what's going on in the local political elections, uh, I can consume that at my leisure and take uh, joy in it, right? So that's one of the things that the print aspect of it is important. And one of the things, and I was actually, I was uh, perusing your website earlier today, a lot of talk about omni-channel marketing, sure. right? And what that means. And I think this isn't just an industry buzzword, it's kind of morphed from multi-channel and now we're talking to omni-channel. When we start looking at print, you know, I'm not the first person to say that we don't use in our own marketing from Canon just print. We're obviously using digital media all the time. We're using video, we're using radio, we're using podcasts. But one of the things that print's important to have is that it ties everything together. So in many cases, people are able to put into that printed piece something that's personalized. And I can't emphasize this enough. They need to have something that's very curtailed to me. So for example, people know that, people don't know, but if they knew that I liked theater and that I liked hip hop and that I liked, you know, people that really make an impact in the community, they would say, you ought to go see Hamilton, right? And I'd say, you are absolutely right. The more that you can put into a printed piece that curtails or directly pertains to you, the more it's gonna have you go and take that omni-channel presence and then go out to the web or go visit different aspects that can actually help influence buying decisions, purchasing decisions. So print as a relative uh, impact in that omni-channel play, and I think it will be for, for decades to come. I wonder if, um, that, that's an interesting idea how print also, because this is what we're talking about using data to customize communications, whether it's email or online, browser, also applies to print. I will tell you that if, you, if I think about my career, in many cases, even though I was never in the printing industry, I've always been in the printing industry. You see, for the first seven years of my life, um, I was working on campaigns and elections in Illinois which, just for reference, two out of the last four governors have been indicted. So it was a pretty interesting place to do campaigns and elections, yeah. And one of the things that I think about now is how we used to market, there was so much direct mail, even though I wasn't in the direct mail business mm -hmm. per se. Knowing now, if I would have known then what I know now, the way that I would have been able to create targeted marketing based on simple things, and it's not just simple voting choices, it would be on preferences in terms of natural resources, whether you're a gun owner, whether you're not. Um, I would create the most impactful direct mail campaigns the state of Illinois had ever seen, right? Now, I'm never going back to politics. I'm saying I would have <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, so being able to create that customized message 
and getting them to influence, it still comes back to that tactile experience. If I'm seeing something that says, hey, Eric, I really want you to vote for this person because of all these reasons, and it speaks directly to what my core values are, I'm going to want to go ahead and either do a couple things, donate money, learn, maybe host a coffee, or go vote for that person. And that's not possible without getting that aggregation of data that you can get through a multitude of sources, in all honesty, and then putting it into action through print. Because I think maybe people associate digital channels with being more precise in that manner, and then maybe associating print with magazines and more you know, top funnel branding. Sure, and I would tell you that I think they're all valuable. Like I mentioned, we will continue a canon to do all of the different mechanisms of communication. It's just a matter of which medium you think is going to make the greatest impact in the given campaign. Well, another thing we see in the omni-channel space is you know, experiential marketing. Yeah. And um, being able to have things that are tangible in the real world, you know, when everybody is digital. So, you know, I will also tell you, and again, on the digital side of things, Canon USA does a fantastic job of telling stories through what they're doing on a given basis. And I know that they just recently did something um, as it relates to corporate social responsibility. And whenever I see a story like that on Instagram, it's something that even though it's a company that I work for, I want to follow it that much more closely. And whatever we can do on the printed side to complement that and say, hey, listen, did you hear about um, the news that what Canon is doing in Long Island for students? And one of the things that we happen to be doing is we're creating a future authors program where students in Long Island are actually able to take courses over the summer, Canon-sponsored. They write a book. Now, in many cases, the book is about their feelings and attitudes as a freshman in high school. It's not always the most positive of places, but it's their true feelings, right? Once that's done, we actually publish the book so that we become a published author. I bring that up is because as we're being able to help that, one of the ways that we're able to do that is through magazines. It's through articles and stories that people can read about, and then that will hopefully drive them to our website where they'll be able to see a video on the entire transformative process. So for us, again, you know, print is as valuable as a, as a medium as it is with any other channel. And also telling that story online in a video that you can see. From beginning to end. And we would never shortchange, and again, as a printing company, mm. we would never shortchange the other channels just to make more room for print. It's always complementing them one, one way or the other. I mean, uh, with social media, I see that as maybe the antithesis of print, right? A really mm -hmm. quick, rapid communication. Yep. Uh, whereas when there's, you know, uh, digital ads marry well with mobile and with print, with like the QR codes, augmented reality, action, augmented reality, exactly. But with social media, you can tweet a book or you can tweet a document. You can always do that. Take a picture of what you're reading and tweet it out. They all play a role. You know, it's how we're getting to that consumer, how we're getting to that one person. We have to kind of dive down deep and find out what's going to make an impact of that. So where are people encountering print then? Is it mostly home? Is it on the road? You know, it's everywhere. So again, I've given you a, very, a lot of mailing areas. One sure. of the things I think it's worth noting is that print is taking new forms when it comes to large format. Right? I think for a long time okay. people expected that digital signage was just going to replace everything. And now what you're seeing today with the ability to create these amazing um, landscapes, you're seeing these billboards outside of that are not just your typical 8x5 billboard, they're starting to extend one another and you're having arms of the Avengers like Thanos is coming out of the, out of the side of a board and it's making print viable. Um, I would also tell you that it's becoming important in unique applications and I'll give you two examples. On the large format side, 
being able to, you know, even though wallpaper is a bit passe, right? Mm -hmm. We're starting to see some of the printers that we're able to do through our image program and through our Colorado program, able to create wallpapers that are making an impact and actually making a comeback, right, into the, um, the design space. That's one. Another thing would be labels and packaging. Um, and, you know, I will tell you that on the label and packaging side, the study will show you that both millennials and non-millennials alike choose the wine they drink or the beer they drink based on the graphics and the design, right? They can't do that unless the wine label is robust, whether it's digital. Um, you know, we're, we're in the business of doing things very one-to-one. -one. So you can create very specified wine, wine bottles for the season, the type of wine, you name it. And being able to have it um, be aesthetically pleasing to the eye are important. And what we've seen on the digital side of labels and packaging is that it just continues to grow. Because whereas a lot of people would argue, oh, print is shrinking, print is shrinking. While that's absolutely true, the digital side of printing is actually booming. So being able to create that one-to-one -one messaging is really being, we're blowing the doors out of it. And one of the more spe specified areas there is in labels and creating things that are very relevant to you. And that could be something as a happy birthday label, right? And, uh, or something as in-depth as a, a can that has share a Coke on it and has people's names on it, which again took the the industry by storm that was done on a printer right so these are very impactful things that i think print still uh, speaks to the value that it brings you mentioned like birthday cards before but like you know mm -hmm. different events printing up customized products for uh you know wrapping paper right oh so you know <laughs> coming up with with wrapping paper that maybe even has people's birthdays through the years right so think about capturing um, your one-year-old's birthday all the way to their 18 and putting on wallpaper on, on wrapping paper that you go ahead and get printed um, and then all of the people who attend the parties can celebrate that person that much strongly because it's a visual representation of their life and then put on you know for lack of a better word a printed page right and they can all see it and enjoy it at one time there's just there's there's endless arrays of of ways to in include print it just takes a little bit of imagination I mean, imagination for like personal use, but then also are brands getting in on the... Uh... No question. Again, I, I use one and it's not ours. So, um, but the Share a Coke campaign, uh, the Share a Coke campaign was something that I think revolutionized how people saw packaging in consuming soda. I being a Diet Coke fiend, and I know how bad it is for me, so please don't remind me. Um, I was always constantly looking for the one that said either my name or one of my kids' names. Um, and that's a very personalized uh, way to consume your beverages, as bad as Diet Coke may be for you. No offense to the people at the Coca-Cola <laughs> company because I drink it more than anybody. Um, but it's just that's a great example of how digital packaging can be made an impact in everyday use. I mean, it's customizable and the possibilities are limitless, uh, just like the internet, only brought to print. Yeah, and you know, the one thing I will say, you know, people, uh, and even though I am a Gen Xer, which is right in the middle, you know, like it's... On the cusp. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad place to be from what I can tell. I'm also very eco-friendly, right? And one of the things that, you know, people are always criticizing print of, oh, it's bad for the environment, it's bad for the environment. It's, it's completely inaccurate, because one of the things that's a renewable resource is paper, in fact, I live in South Florida, so a lot of the things that people are so focused on right now is replacing plastic straws with paper straws. Sure. Um, so the, the concern that this might be somewhat adverse to the environment, there's actually more forest today than there was in 1970, right? In the U.S., can't speak to the rest of the world, but in just the U.S. So as a renewable resource, being able to get print back 
um, and is a major player in consuming media is just important. I mean, it's important and it's not going to be hurting the environment. So that kind of washes away anything. Of course, electronics waste, you know, laptops, everything, that, that's also a, a problem on the digital side. I, I hate to be the champion of print, but I will be. Um, that's a huge concern. You know, like if you think of what goes into computers or smartphones, in terms of the carbon footprint, right. it's actually, it's a, it's a bit more concerning. Well, uh, you have me looking, waiting to uh, see what comes in my mailbox. Next time, I'll be checking. I'm going to send something specifically <laughs> to you, and it's going to be very theater-oriented. until next February. So. No, February it is. Okay, good. very good. Thanks so much for stopping by, Eric. It was great speaking with you. Thank you very much. And again, this is the DMN One-on-One -on -one Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pleasure. <laughs>